The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hello and welcome to Feng Shui with Christina Hollinger. I am so glad you are here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I am super excited about season two. So far it has been incredible and it's only going to keep getting better. If you're listening to this episode live, then you have made it through Mercury retrograde. That's right. Mercury retrograde officially ends October 2nd, 2022 at least it's the last retrograde for a little while. And, you know, if you struggled with technology, transportation, possibly communication in the past few weeks, then you are not alone. And I'm not going to give you the laundry list of mishaps that happened to me in the past few weeks. But what I will say is the season premiere of this show was with Colin Bedell, who's the astrologer of Cosmo. And he gave us some tips on how to survive and thrive during Mercury retrograde. And I listened back to that interview and it was very helpful to get me through this time. And yet I'm grateful to be on the other side of it. That is for sure. This week, my guest is Daniel Cologne, and he's more infamously known as This Is Color Me Crazy on Instagram and TikTok, and he's such a gorgeous soul. If you're familiar with the teachings of Abraham Hicks, they teach about the law of attraction, and Daniel is very tuned in and tapped into this wisdom, and he teaches about it through his social media and also in his community. He is so inspiring, and I just couldn't wait to share this interview with you. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I have so many great interviews coming up for you, and it's hard to choose when each one is going to be released. But I knew after I talked with Daniel that this had to come out ASAP. So if you are feeling any feels today, hopefully you're listening to this on a Sunday. I love listening to podcasts on a Sunday because that's when I'm really receptive. But wherever you are, whether you're driving in your car, folding laundry, taking a walk, this is going to really inspire you. It's going to help raise your vibration and it's going to really get you into a higher level of consciousness that's going to actually help you to manifest your desires with such grace and such ease. So thank you, Daniel, for being on the show. I'm super excited to share this. And before we get into it, I'm going to share a little bit of feng shui as I have been doing all of season two. Today, I'm sharing a little bit of how to manifest with your kitchen. So my transformation series really is such a very special course to me because I'm teaching you how to manifest by applying feng shui to the three most important areas of your home. This is how I started feng shui 10 years ago. And it's just such an honor to bring this wisdom to you in such a concise way that really just gets, gets you into the practice. Every time you go into a module, you will walk out with nine practical tips to apply to the most important areas of your home. And I am so grateful to bring this to you. It's been 10 years in the making. That being said, last week, we talked about how to manifest through the bedroom. 
We started with manifesting with the front door. And today we're moving into the kitchen because the kitchen is the hub of abundance. The kitchen is the hub of abundance because there are so many different aspects of the kitchen that represent your ability and capacity to receive money and save it. Parts of the kitchen, which are associated with your capacity to receive money and also to save it. So in feng shui, it's believed that the stove or your oven represents your finances. The refrigerator represents your abundance and the kitchen or dining room table represents your abundance as well. These are important areas to focus on when you are looking to bring in more money for your family. And there's very simple things you can do to really raise the vibration of your kitchen. First and foremost, let's start talking about your refrigerator. I have a personal story that it's so appropriate to share because it happened over Mercury retrograde. (laughs) I blame Mercury for a lot of things. I don't know why it has to do with my fridge, but our refrigerator is only three years old and it recently broke down, which was very inconvenient because we had to get a temporary refrigerator put into our garage. So for the past three or four weeks, we've been going to the garage to get our food for every meal and clean up the, you know, when we're done with our dinner, we have to put all the salad dressing back in the garage. It's just been so driving me nuts, you know, but here's the thing. When the refrigerator broke down, it was also concerning to me for two reasons. Number one, it represents your abundance. And our refrigerator happens to be in the health area of our home, which no matter where it's located, your refrigerator does represent your health because think about all the fresh fruits and vegetables and all of the things that are in the refrigerator that nourish your body. That's just a side story, but when it comes to actually what I might share with you in the transformation series, I'll give you a, just a, a couple things that I would recommend that you could do even after this podcast to really help make space for more money, energy, and more abundance. The first thing you can do is make sure your fridge is full. And this can be challenging. Even for a family of four, it can be challenging to keep the refrigerator full all the time. And especially if you're single and you're only cooking for one person, for the most part, it can be a challenge to keep it full. So one tip is to actually get a couple gallons of water and put it in the refrigerator. This is a twofold effect. It's actually going to keep the refrigerator functioning at peak efficiency because a full fridge runs much more efficiently. And also water in feng shui represents money. So you're really putting that money energy and saving that money in the refrigerator. So it's symbolic and metaphorical, as well as a practical thing that you can do for your refrigerator. The second thing I would recommend for your refrigerator is to take the time after this show to go through and get rid of any leftovers or condiments that are expired. This is something that you could do weekly every time you're going grocery shopping, and it's really going to make space for newness in your life. Keeping that energy fresh and vibrant is powerful. And when you have a clean space, it becomes a magnet for newness, for more. When you have clutter, which really, let's face it, clutter is anything that we aren't loving or using. And if there's a condiment that's completely expired, you're probably not going to use it. And so the energy of that is going to be lower. So getting rid of that, say a prayer or a blessing, it, whatever resonates with you and make sure that you're doing all of this with the intention of making space for miracles, clearing out what no longer serves you, 
You can set your intention for better health and wellness. You can set your intention for more wealth and prosperity. It really is all interconnected. And anytime you're making adjustments to your space, you are going to experience interior internal shifts as well. In the transformation series, I go into so much more detail about how the stove and the oven represent your money and how you can use that to really elevate and increase your prosperity. We talk about the difference between the dining room table and the kitchen table. So if you have a kitchen table, excuse me, let me say this differently. If you have a dining room table, it represents your abundance and all the money coming into your home. And it represents always having enough and it represents stability and finances. If you don't have a dining room table, then you would focus on your kitchen table and your kitchen table would then be representative of your abundance, your money and ability to provide for your family or it, it really, it's a, it's a really great way to manifest more money and also to ensure stability in finances. And then if you don't have a dining room or a kitchen table, then we would focus on your kitchen Island, um, for, for any of the tips in the transformation series. So it's quite interesting. This, these are very subtle tips, right? They, they're not going to take a whole lot of, you don't have to go shopping to apply the tips to your dining room or kitchen table, but it just takes a little bit of awareness and consciousness around what these, these areas of your home represent for you and for your family. And once you understand that you can really be so empowered. So I'm, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail around the kitchen or dining room table. But what I would love to share with you today is if you take one thing from this show in regards to the kitchen or dining room table, try sitting there every single day, especially for those of you with dining room tables, you know, we tend to think of the dining room table as a place that is only for special occasions or holidays. However, Every day needs to be a holiday. Okay. Every day needs to be a celebration. So try sitting at your dining room table to have a cup of coffee or eat a bowl of cereal, or even if it's just to go online and check your emails through your phone or your computer, your laptop, doing that once a day is going to make a huge difference because what it's going to do, it's going to activate your finances, activate your abundance. And it's a very auspicious place to pay your bills. Sit at the dining room table to pay your bills. It ensures you will always have enough. If you have a big purchase to make that you're a little nervous about because it's a big investment in yourself and you're worried about that financial investment you're about to make, go to the dining room table. And like I said, if you don't have a dining room table, go to the kitchen table and pay for that service or that product from that space of stability knowing that you will always have enough and more than enough to care for your needs. And the definition of prosperity is always having more than enough to cover the cost and expenses of what you need. And so I just hope you can take a couple of tips from the kitchen feng shui module that's in my transformation series, apply it, give it a try, see how it fits. and. I welcome you to leave a comment. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, leave a comment, um, on, you know, under the podcast on where it says write a review, or you can just simply DM me, send me a message on Instagram or go to my site, christinahollinger.com and send me an email. I really enjoy hearing from you. And if you enjoy these 15 minutes of feng shui, little segments, then let me know because I would like to continue this throughout season two, if you are enjoying it. And if you want to know more about how to really manifest the life you desire and attract the life you desire with feng shui, you can check out my transformation series where I go into much more detail about how to feng shui your kitchen, the hub of your abundance, And there are actually five whole modules that really are going to help you to feng shui your life in the way that I did 10 years ago. And I, of course, continue to do so. 
So that's it for your little bit of feng shui. Now we're going to go into the interview with Daniel Cologne. Speaking of Mercury retrograde, it was like Mercury had its last hurrah right before this interview. And Daniel could not have been more understanding and kind. I went on to, we, we record the episode on zoom and I went to the zoom link and it wasn't there. So we had, that was an issue. Then my camera and my mic weren't working for the interview. So I apologize in advance for any poor sound quality on my end. He is an absolute pro. He's got all the equipment. He sounds amazing. So I jokingly say in this episode that this is the Daniel Cologne show. He is a great light. And we didn't talk about this, but he was coming live from Puerto Rico after the hurricane last week. And his, his response to the hurricane and the way he talked to his community on social media about his attitude towards all the things happening around him were so deeply inspiring. This man is very, very connected to spirit and it's going to show through in this interview, but I really honor him. I reached out to him after just discovering his Instagram and TikTok a few weeks ago. So this is a very new connection for me and him. And I think it was meant to be to that. This interview was especially meant to be in this show to get to you And I just can't thank the universe enough for bringing us together and for giving me the opportunity to learn more about Daniel. I told him, I said, I'm just curious about you. I saw you on Instagram. I loved what you were doing. You inspired me so much. And I just want to know more about you. And he does an amazing job of really sharing his vulnerable journey with us. And I hope this episode leaves you feeling light and joyful and empowered to live your best life and to truly step into the highest version of yourself. So without further ado, enjoy this episode with Daniel Cologne of This Is Color Me Crazy. All right. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Blessed and highly favored. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm just charged already and we're just beginning. So before we started recording, I said uh, you and I had a little bit of time to connect, which was lovely. And I also said this is the Daniel Cologne show today because his mic is working. Mine is not. And you're <laughs> going to sound so good. And I'm just here to listen to you, Daniel. Um, for people who, for my listeners who maybe don't know who you are yet, first thing you need to do is go to Instagram. Look at this is color me crazy. Uh, right? And that's what you need to do first of all. So you can really see Daniel in his essence. And Daniel, I shared with you, I don't know a lot about you. I just know that you are all about bringing joy to the world through your content, teaching about Abraham Hicks and all of that. But I would love to hear more about you because I'm curious to know about you. And, um, you know, how did you become This Is Color Me Crazy? (laughs) What a loaded question, you know, Um, because we are so much. And, um, you know, usually when people get asked a question like that, it's, it's a matter of like, how can you summarize it in a few sentences? And it's hard, you know, I being asked that question was something that I struggled with for a very, very long time. And it's only until recently that um, I'm really just me. I'm 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 just multidimensional. That's how I like to uh, describe myself. I like to describe myself as multidimensional, as nicheless, as just forever expanding. I'm, I don't prescribe to a monolith in any sort of sense. I am isness. I am allness. I am just me. And what happened, what, what, what manifested in order for me to be this person today is just so much, you know, I think it's part of the universal experience, you know, the humdrum, the ups, the downs, the me really trying to force myself into a box that society um, made for me and um, really 
living in that, really living in the nine to five jobs, working to pay the bills, working for the weekends. And um, I lived in New York City for about 10 years. I moved there from Florida um, right around 2014. Um, I went to New York City in hopes of finding myself. And I de it definitely helped me find myself because going from Florida to you know New York City, that's a big culture shift. Mm -hmm. um, and I am so grateful for that experience as chaotic as it was, it was quite beautiful, you know, from the chaos, we can extract beauty for sure. Um, because it made me realize that our that there are infinite ways to experience this, this life, you know, mm -hmm. and I started looking around and I started seeing how upset people people were, how sad people were. And even in my youth, it was something that struck my mind a lot. Uh, I was a very happy child. I think I was a very happy child um, to the point where it, it concerned adults how happy I was. And I think they tried to take that happiness away from me. And they succeeded to a certain extent. Absolutely. And, and you know, then going to school, that reinforced that as well, because in school, we're just told to sit down, shut up and be quiet and listen to us. Um, so no room for curiosity, wonderment and all, and all those beautiful things that are necessary for manifestation. Um, and, you know, that was a big part of me. That was a big part of me, but it, it died in, in many different ways. Um, the system, if you want to call it that hippie term, the system succeeded. Um, until I want to say about a couple years ago, definitely 2020 was another awakening for me, but I feel as though we are constantly in the process of awakening. Every day is awakening every day, every moment we open our eyes is awakening. So, um, I've had some major shifts that have contributed to my awakening and, um, I got tired of feeling sad. I just got tired of feeling sad and I just got tired of feeling energetically low and I found that I I there was no I couldn't continue blaming the world for my life and the way that it, it has manifested because you cannot really hold the world accountable you know you cannot really you you have to uh, really take radical responsibility for your life mm -hmm. um, and with that I said I think New York served me I'm ready to leave in um, Puerto Rico. I'm Puerto Rican, um, queer, Latinx, multidisciplinary artist, all those beautiful things. And Puerto Rico was always in the back of my mind. And I sat with myself in spirit and the cosmos. And I said, when was the last time I was like truly happy? When I, where, I, where I felt this just like childlike joy, just like a kid, like my heart was open and it was when I spent my summer vacations here in Puerto Rico, really just simple things, catching lizards and setting them free, running around barefoot in my grandma's backyard and just like walking to the beach whenever I want to, drinking maltas, just sitting out in the sun, laying on a hammock, those sort of things. And, you know, the money wasn't making me happy anymore. The going out and partying wasn't making me happy anymore. And I said, I have to go now. I have to go because I also got broken up with a whole other story. So heartbroken, all of that. I said, there's nothing left for me here in New York. I'm going to go to Puerto Rico and see what happens. And lo and behold, I live here with my great grandma and my grandmother um, helping out in the house. And, you know, there's this idea that we are reflections of each other, right? And and And, you know, being here with with two generations worth of like lineage that through which their experiences their decisions all of their decisions if they if there was one decision that they didn't make I probably would not be here you know I probably would not be here I was able to look at all of the beautiful things that they experienced which then helped manifest me and it just really put me into a space of like wow there has to be a reason why I'm here. And I want to be here. You know, I want to be here. And for me to actually say that and like really want it, I, I said, I want to be here and I want to enjoy this experience. How am I going to do it? And that's where I'm at now. I, I just started, you know, sharing my light with uh, the world, 
showing other people that there's another a different way to experience this reality that both honors the lower vibration and you know and also is about discovering how to get back to the higher vibration going back to like abraham hicks you know the lower vibration serves you um as like a catapult towards a higher vibrational state where we experience joy happiness like all of that i have bad days you know i have mm-hmm. awful days i love those days though I love them now. They're not the end of the world for me anymore. I'm just like, how great that I get to learn something about myself, you know? And uh, that's like where I'm at now. It's it's a bit of a long explanation of like, who are you? Um, but I am in just passionate pursuit of sustained happiness and bliss. And I am hungry and I'm feverish for it. And in the moments where I'm not accessing it, I'm waiting with excitement and impulse. And and I, I know that there's a way to be in that vibration whenever I want to be. Oh my gosh, that is such a touching story. And I have so many comments and I'm, I don't know, I almost don't know where to begin because part of what you were explaining of like living in New York City and working those nine to fives and also the, the things you mentioned about people taking away your joy and happiness because of the system that we are in kind of like describes like this matrix that people talk about that we're living in. And then when you started to describe the things that brought you the most joy, the most simplistic things, sitting in a ha- hammock, you know, uh, chasing lizards in nature, yeah. part of me just felt like, oh my gosh, like, I hope that people are hearing this and that we're waking up as a society and realizing that all the things that we think we want to manifest, the new house, the new car, mm-hmm. anything that those big material things at the end of the day, that's not really the point. No. <laughs> at all. It's no. the joy, the simplistic joy of being in the moment. So, okay, you move from New York City, completely heartbroken, but ready for the next chapter. This was, you said in 2020, you kind of had this awakening. Were you in Puerto Rico in 2020? I moved to Puerto Rico um, November of uh, last year. It'll be coming up to a year now, very, very soon. Okay, so is that when you started doing your work? Like the work, so you've been showing up. Like I said, I literally just found you a couple of weeks ago and I just loved you and I reached out and you were like, sure, let's talk. So I'm just learning about you now and I'm excited because I'm sure my listeners are probably learning about you too. Um, I'm curious to know when you started sharing the teachings of Abraham Hicks and all of the joyful, the joy that you speak of, and are you surprised at the response that you've been getting within the past year? Because you said you worked nine to five jobs and now you're completely living in your joy with your your grandmother and great-grandmother. So tell me about all of it like if you're surprised and and how it's going so much how beautiful first and foremost how beautiful what a gift to have conversations like this because it's like a point of reflection um for for all of us you know it's important for us to create these conversations even outside of this traditional sort of podcast and environment because it gives us a moment to really be grateful and like to reflect the journey because it's it's the journey's everything but um i've been um to answer your question i've been kind of doing this 2020 happened i lost my job i was managing a restaurant for a few years that's what i did it was just like put on and like that's the thing for me it was like put on a face and work and do the things i knew that i loved being around people and helping people um, I also went to acting school as well. Um, so I was like this manager slash aspiring actor. Acting is always going to be a part of me as like, it's always going to be a part of me. Acting school is spiritual, by the way, y'all go to acting school. If, if you're trying to find like a non-traditional way into like understanding yourself, just go to acting school, take a couple acting school classes and you will learn 
a lot about yourself because that's acting school is all about how do you feel about this and then responding in the way you feel and when you know how you feel about things you can then use emotion to help manifest the things that you want in your life so i've been on this path for a very long time basically and like my impulses my inspired action was leading me to this sort of intersectional moment of my life where i get to stand back and look at all of the things that I learned, all of the things that made me curious and how they have all contributed to all of the beautiful manifestations that have been happening on the regular in my life. But 2020 happened, I lost my job. It was my first time on unemployment ever. My first time ever making this amount of money as well on unemployment, which is like a crazy thing to think about. Um, so it was honestly, I had no, t I had so much time. I thought I was going to be going back to work in four months. And I think, you know, or like a few weeks, which I think a lot of people thought at that mm -hmm. time as well, For sure. didn't happen. And when I found out that it didn't happen, part of me said, you know what? I think you're going to be on unemployment for a while, probably. Why don't you take this time to just explore all of the curiosities you've ever had? You literally have the time to do it. So if you go through my Instagram feed, if you go way, 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 way back, you will realize what a beautiful multidimensional ADHD mess I am. Um, like I have visual artwork. I have t-shirts. I have spoken word. I have this and that. And, and it was just a playground. Instagram and social media became a playground. For me to be like look at what i did today and look at what i created today look at this and look at that and um i did like a 30-day inktober situation where every single day i created a piece of artwork so much fun um and i just kept going at it but there was still something missing i was still missing something i've always wanted to give to the world and that's where i stumbled upon TikTok actually and I was like, let me get in on this TikTok situation, see what's up. Uh, and I started just doing little skits of uh, the universe. Like I personified the universe in, in, as a character. Uh, and what if, in, you, you know, the universe is us. You inverse, universe, you are in. I've never heard that. Yeah, there you go. You <laughs> inverse. You are the universe. We are the universe. Um, so why can't the universe speak like me? Of course, the universe is going to speak like me. Why not? So I started personifying this uh, character. And um, then I started lip syncing. And I found I stumbled upon an Abraham. I Now, Abraham Hicks, amazing, amazing uh, intelligence. And for those who don't know Abraham Hicks, um, Abraham Hicks is basically a channeled um, infinite intelligence, channeled infinite intelligence from um, channeled by Esther Hicks, Abraham being this sort of infinite intelligent group of, you know, cosmic infinite intelligence. Um, and uh, I and I, I stumbled upon Abraham Hicks on YouTube originally, I think a lot of us have if you if you just do a google search on abraham hicks and it's this you know woman talking speaking as abraham hicks and at first i saw the video i'm like what what is what is what is going on like who so you're abraham or you esther what's happening and um i think it's kind of hard to continue talking about this without talking about my religious roots like growing up i grew up in espiritismo and santeria these sort of pagan practices very much concentrated in like latine culture um focused on mediumship and channeling energies very shamanic like i was introduced to magic at a very early age naturally i was very excited about that as a child um and um the elders were not very keen on my excitement about it because, you know, these sort of pagan practices, specifically in the Latine culture and whatnot, they're very secretive and they're very guarded. And they're guarded because, you know, a lot of them are built from generational trauma and like built from these sort of colonized uh, ideals that they had to practice in secret. So, of course, the elders are going to have a tinge of that energy when it comes to, you know, teaching the children. Um, but anyways, the religion aspect died at a very young age, um, like right around the time I was like 18 or so, 
for a number of reasons, it just kind of slowed down and it just disappeared. And that's where I kind of became atheist. And then I was looking for meaning again. But um, in the spiritual practices of my youth, I saw spirits coming through. I saw people channeling, you know, infinite cosmic messages. And it just so happened that a, a recommended for me video on YouTube, algorithms are also magical, guys. <laughs> like the recommended like video, I was like, so wait, there's this lady who is like channeling a spirit, uh, this entity, a, a cosmic entity for the masses and giving, providing service. And that's what I wanted to do with like my understanding of my religion, religion growing up. I wanted to channel, I wanted to channel, I wanted to help people. I wanted to get out of my way so badly. I just, I, I wanted to connect to something higher. I, I mean, the adults around me were complaining about life. Naturally, I was a kid then complaining about life. So I was like, if this is 3D reality, then take me somewhere else. Take me into 5D consciousness because this is not it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, naturally, I found Abraham Hicks, who talks about law of attraction. If y'all know the secret, um, that was a very hot, hot book in the early 2000s. Everybody was talking about the secret. Right. (laughs) We all know that. We all know the secret. And um, I I remember watching the secret when I was younger too. And then I put it together that it was, you know, Abraham and Esther Hicks later on, like maybe like four years ago. It's like, oh, this. Wait, I didn't know that. Wait, you're saying Abraham and Esther Hicks wrote the secret? Yes, they're all connected. Yes, they're all connected to the secret. They're all, yes it's like it's a big it's like really how like abraham and esther became the mainstream like sort of thing within their community oh okay mm-hmm. because i i had heard of abraham hicks through dr wayne dyer who has passed but he's a spiritual teacher and then my other spiritual teacher is gabby bernstein of mm. course one of oprah's new thought leaders but i i have heard of Abraham Hicks before but one thing I thought was a little bit challenging about the secret and maybe you can speak to this is people started to think oh my thoughts create my reality so then I'm just going to start thinking about the nice car or the nice house and like how does that work and it's like no it's so much more than that it's about the feeling and it's so much more so yeah like I didn't mean to interrupt your story, but it's no, just really interesting interrupt. because when I watch you and I, I watch some of the content that you pull from the Abraham Hicks channeling, it's always so uplifting and it's always about the feeling. It and, is. And like, and I think we all chant, but we all still feel challenged by like, and this is what Abraham Hicks teaches, right? It's like, what do you do when you feel challenged? Because it's like you have this desire, something that you want, and you're having trouble being but accepting what is, is yeah that, is that yeah a good question I don't know oh it's it's something and we're gonna work with it <laughs> we're gonna work with that okay do you coach people is that what you do like are you a manifesting coach I am okay so I want to say yes I want to say yes because yes. I, I I I yes I am a manifesting coach a manifestation coach that's where everything is leading me towards um although the way that I go about coaching I haven't done a lot of private one-on-one stuff. I mostly do coaching through um, social media and Instagram and TikTok lives. Um, I I do the do Instagram actually right after this um, every Monday from like eight until maybe nine thirty, and then I do TikTok for about the same amount of time because like I want I want this information to be accessible to everybody. Yeah. You know? and if if I could do it for free ninety nine for now, and you know people donate. I have my Venmo, my cash at my PayPal. And it's just like, donate. I know I'm abundant in so many ways right now. And, and, and just being able to help people is fueling my vessel even more. But yes, I, I, the, the goal is to then do more private one-on-one coaching and uh, host retreats. I'm in the process of also creating a retreat. I You're love, the first well, to know. I love retreats. I, <laughs> thanks for telling me. I'm, you yeah. have to, you would just die. I like, I just, I want to go on a retreat so bad and I'm just waiting for the right one. So I will be keeping an eye on it. Keep an eye out. I like yeah. want to travel with people who are speaking the same language as me and like, let's go somewhere. 
let's get into some ecstatic dancing and just like meditate under trees and like mm-hmm. talk about all of this and help each other and co-create. Oh, co-creation. Okay, we're trailing off, but going I'm back. Sorry. To- I, 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 it's kind of my fault because I interrupted you with the whole Abraham Hicks thing, but you were basically saying how this seemed you were doing so much on Instagram that was creative and trying to just play around and you were having fun, which is that key to manifesting. And then you were finally opened up to the door of Abraham Hicks, which now has just created a whole nother world for you. Yeah. It's just, it's giving practical, it's giving me practical information from some. and, And the thing is like, I listen to Abraham Hicks, like their teaching and like even in the beginning phases I was like oh I know this like I know this stuff like it was it was already there were already concepts and ideals that I was playing around with in my head of like well what if today we just tried something different you know maybe you don't because that's the thing there's this like even with the secret when it was becoming a big deal it was like oh well I'll just think about the car and I'll get the car like you said but it's not the car you know, it's not money that you want. It's about law of attraction is really about reframing the language that we use because language is vibration and language does influence emotions in many ways. Um, you know, like I used to talk to myself so poorly. I used to call myself a dumb piece of bloop. And like when I would mess up and I would just say these nasty things and I eventually was like, all right, that's not helping me. Um, how can we meet ourselves. I talk about this all the time when people is like, meet yourself where you're at. It's you're not going to stumble upon law of attraction and be like, okay, cool. I understand the concepts. I want a mansion. And tomorrow I'm getting a mansion and you're living in a one bedroom studio. It could, it could happen. I'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, don't be disappointed if you wake up tomorrow and it hasn't happened because it's not, if you're manifesting from like, I need a mansion, I want a mansion, I want this, then you're manifesting from a place of lack. And what you really want is not the money and the coins. What you really want is the stability, is the freedom. You know, it's not money you want, it's freedom. Mm. You know, it's comfort, it's security. And uh, law of attraction and Abraham Hicks is all about, well, you know the feeling of freedom. You know the feeling of security you know the feeling of comfort. You know the feeling of comfort when you come home and you take off your shoes from a long day of work and you lay in your favorite in your favorite chair. You sit in your favorite chair. You know that comfort. You have a roof above your head. That is security. You have a car that drives every single day and takes you from point A to point B. That is security. That is freedom as well because you can hop into that car and go wherever you want. You have freedom in the moment. You have security in the moment. You have comfort in the moment. By focusing on those emotions, by focusing on the authentic appreciation, because gratitude is what gives us access to these emotions, you will automatically find yourself at a higher vibrational state. And it goes to that, it goes back to the be it, do it, have it. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people are working the other way around, the other way around. Like if I have it, if 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 I do it, then I'll have it and then I'll be it. If I do this, then I'll have the mansion and then I'll be happy and then I'll be secure and then I'll feel comfortable. No, 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 baby, boo-boo kittykins. No, you must first feel it. Feel the feeling of freedom. Feel the feeling of happiness and joy. And then allow that emotion to influence the actions of your day-to-day life. You will naturally find yourself in situations where you will manifest, you know, your dream home, you will manifest your whatever you want. And the thing is, by working from this way, those extra little nuggets that the universe just gives you, because you're in the vibration of happiness, freedom and abundance, they're just an added bonus. You're not like, swayed one way or another you're not like oh my god finally i got it okay cool that's it now i'm done manifesting no you're just like oh cool thanks universe i'm gonna still continue feeling good i'm gonna still feel like this state of well-being um so yeah that that that's what came to mind when you talked about like the car and how do you do it it's not just i i'm sitting it's not just i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna write my manifestations 
three, six, or nine times a day. That's another method of manifestations, it, it, like three, six, nine. Um, and it's more than that. And, and that's why I suggest acting, you know, because with acting, for me, when I was feeling those really intense emotions, because circa two years ago only, I was in a deep place. I was, I was struggling. I didn't know what I was doing. I was in a relationship that was really uh, stunting my growth. And subconsciously, I had made an agreement with myself that this was the love that I deserved. So I will stay here and fight for it, even though it wasn't supporting me. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in that sort of predicament. And I was just feeling, ugh, just like, yuck. And I, one morning, I woke up and I said, why don't we just play with emotion? And, and, and that's the thing, if you're, if you're feeling these heavy emotions, the best thing that you can do is quickly stimulate your body in some sort of way, move your body. I was like, I'm just gonna play a feel good song and I'm gonna dance, even if I don't feel like dancing, I'm gonna move my body and I see what happens from there. Lo and behold, I started feeling better by doing that. And I'm like, huh, I'm gonna play with this emotion that I feel now and see what, that hap what happens with that. Play with it. You know, there's, that, there's, a, there's a saying of fake it, fake it till you make it. And it's not really faking it. We're playing with the idea of it. We're playing with the idea of it and allow a play, have fun, be a kid about it, be silly with it. The longest relationship you'll ever have is the relationship with yourself. So you, you have to take responsibility for it. And, and with that responsibility, you get to decide how you show up. You get to decide how you show up. And I, and at least I know for me, I want to show up in a, in a place of, of happiness, of fun, of energy, of, of synchronicity. So, yeah. This conversation's a synchronicity. I know. <laughs> it I is. Like... <laughs> this is gorgeous. I love it. Um, okay. I, I love it so much. You know, I've had this interesting thought recently because um, you probably don't know this about me. So I work in public education. I've been working in public education for 15 years started my career as a teacher. I was an assistant principal for a couple of years. And now I work as a social emotional learning coordinator. Love my job, love what I'm doing. But as you also know, I also am a feng shui, feng shui practitioner doing this thing. And, um, you know, sometimes when things don't manifest or come, come to form the way you might think, um, it can be frustrating, but lately I've had this thought of like, I'll be like driving to work, doing my thing, like my daily routine. And I ask myself, I just say things like, what if this was it? Like, what if today this was it? This was it. My mm. very last day, no more manifestings on the manifestations on the horizon, right? Like, like this is my day. Like, so I really try to like approach my life, even though I have big dreams, goals, and aspirations, I just sometimes think I don't want to miss this Yeah, because this moment in time isn't going to, it's not always going to be like this, which sometimes is good. But then there's also pieces of that. That's like, there's, there's things that I will manifest one day and I'm going to miss this day, this mm -hmm. moment, the way things are right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. So whenever I find myself getting frustrated because things aren't panning out the way I wish they would, I think about all the things that I have right now that I'm like, but this is the gift today that I have to focus on. So I guess the reason why I brought that up is because you said, you know, I've, I've said this before too, to my listeners, like, when you are grateful, you have more to be grateful for. And you really kind of, that's kind of summarizes a lot of what you were just talking about. Yeah. I, it, it you know, hearing gift, it, it just reminds me of this quote from the great iconic film, Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where uh, the sensei like turtle talks about like, that's why they call it the present because it's a gift. Mm. It's a gift. You know, this, this moment right now is so special and this moment is the only thing we have actual influence or or uh, autonomy or control over of you know we we cannot control the past anymore because like duh it already happened so literally the only thing that we can do is let go a lot of people who are struggling you know with trauma and depression and anxiety mm -hmm. that can be quite a difficult thing to do 
but I'm talking to you from the other side and I'm saying that it's possible with anxiety, with depression, with the trauma body, it is reinforced by our subconscious mind. And with law of attraction and manifestation, it's an opportunity, it's a fun tool, it's a fun practice to interact with your subconscious mind and to reprogram it. You know, the subconscious mind is very malleable. It can be taught. The only thing is like what has been taught is kind of outdated. Um, and what has been taught is, is based off of principles that other people have, have put on you. So just know that you have the power to shift in whichever direction you want. It will take time. It will take effort and practice. Um, but as long as you approach this work with curiosity and just like, ah, you're going to be, you're going to figure it out. You're going to really, really figure it out. I love it. And I love your approach of just reminding us that it's about, it's a game. It's a game and to play and not to take ourselves so freaking seriously. Cause I think that that's part of the problem is we all are kind of seeking for an answer and a solution to our problems or our perceived problems. And the whole point of it is that, you know, it really is a game. And if we can look at it and step outside that matrix and understand that these are just players in the game and have some fun with it. So before we go, I would love to just hear like any advice you have for someone who is stuck in that fear, you know, like what's, how do you, how do you play the game and like really find more joy instead of being, cause like, I think that we're um, sometimes just like afraid to do it wrong and just yeah. do life wrong and afraid to make the wrong move in any way. And that takes the fun away. So if you have any last words of advice and anything else that you would like to share with um, listeners who are just getting to know you, Daniel Cologne, a little bit better today. Oh my gosh. Uh, spirit is so charged by this question because boy, oh boy, was I such a scared person. Um, and uh, the thing is like, I'm still scared, you know, I'm still scared, but do it scared. Do it scared. Do it fearful. You can't get it wrong. That's the thing. You can't get it wrong, even in the moments where it's quote unquote, I'm using air quotes since you can't see it. Um, even in the moments where you think you're getting it wrong, you're getting it so right. We have to give ourselves the um, permission to fail, to fail. And, and, you know, and going back to fear, what we have to also break down. What is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real real okay mm -hmm. so fear the it, it, the way a lot our, our our waking consciousness approaches fear as a very real thing where it's not it's 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 your mind putting up a stop sign saying are you sure we want to do this but what the mind is really saying this goes against everything we know and 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 if we go if we if we don't if we don't know oh my gosh if we don't know what's going to happen to you what's and and you really have to listen to that voice and ask yourself where is this voice coming from is this even my voice i'm sure if you really listen to that voice of fear you will realize that it's not your voice it's not even yours it's the voice of your parent it's the voice of your caretaker it's the voice of your teacher it's the voice of all of these adult figures of your past and also present figures who have pushed their beliefs on you of, of this is what life is. This is what life is. We need to stay safe. We need to stay safe because to go into the unknown, oh my gosh, I, I tried it and it was, it was, it was a lot. It's just no fear. Fear is an opportunity. Fear is an opportunity. Fear is our friend. Fear is our friend because on the other side of fear is accomplishment. And, and, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about like both ends of the stick when it comes to like emotion. And that's just life. Life, at least 3D consciousness, 3D reality, what we're experiencing right here in the physical realm is built on contrast. It's built on this and that. It's built on good and bad, light and dark, male and female. It's this, it's like all of these dual sun and moon, you know, like everything has their, their counterpart, fear, opportunity, fear, accomplishment, 
we need fear. Fear is our catalyst. Fear is a catalyst for, for transformation and change. If you want the things that you desire in your life, and here's the kick, hook, line, and sinker, is that your desire doesn't die. We, we are vessels of desire. We, all, we, all we do is want. We came here as children, literally crying because we're not getting what we want. We're like as children, as babies, we came into this world like, why I had everything I wanted in the other side. Why bring me back? Why do this? <laughs> yeah. And, and so we have this knowing, this soul knowing that we can have all that we desire. And what happens is that um, with the way that our, our mind is trained and conditioned, we, we, we forget about that. But deep in the background, deep in the way, way, way behind, even though your 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 physical mind is going, blah, 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 this is reality, your soul is like, hey, hey, don't you don't you want this? And it'll get louder more and more and more. And you will either have to pick up the phone and do the thing that scares you the most, or live in a space of fear and anxiety for the rest of your life because fear is just it's just energy that needs to be released your body can't hold on to it your body can't hold on to it for a long time if it does it, it fear just manifests as physical illness it really does because it's energy that's stored in the body and by and, and by by us adamantly saying no i'm not going to i'm not going to do what i'm scared of we're storing that information in our body because it has no other way to express itself. You know, fear is, is, is literally like jumping off the cliff and your feet immediately touch the ground. It's like, uh, oh, that actually, that wasn't actually the story. The narrative that I made up in my mind was way worse than the actual outcome of it. And if you practice that and you do that over and over again, and that's what this process is all about, is like feeling that, oh, do it, but still going like, F it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyways. And, and I'm going to do it scared. And, I, and, and, and I'm going to remind myself that I'm getting better at this. I'm going to remind myself that I'm getting better and better and better at this. Think of where you were two years ago compared to where you're at now. Were you thinking once? Were you thinking a couple of years ago, like, oh my God, life? I don't think I could do it. Da, da 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 You're getting better, and guess what? You may wake up tomorrow and feel like you're a hot piece of garbage, and you don't know anything. But in that, in that, in that, in that knowing, you know that you're getting better at this, and that this, that's just your subconscious mind going like, this is who we are, and then you gently lead it, like, no, no, this is this is what we're stepping into. This is what we're stepping into. You are the creator of your reality. Be deliberate about that responsibility. Be the main character of your story. We are all heroes of our own story. You play parts in others and you're the main one in yours. So with that being said, what role do you want to play in your story? Do you think Meryl Streep is going, oh my God, I'm scared. I don't think I want to do this. No, Meryl's going to like do literally play any part that she wants literally any part that she wants and will do it adamantly even the parts that you know probably aren't the best for her um she's still going to do it and she's going to do it scared the same for you what role do you want to play play that role be the hero of your own story oh my gosh i'm really glad i asked that question daniel <laughs> part of me thinks maybe you're channeling spirit because you're just this so is. wise i think this so is. Yeah, it's amazing. That's why Abraham Hicks really inspires me because I don't, I don't, rem I'm not going to remember any of this conversation. I already yeah. don't remember any of this conversation. Yeah. Um, and it's a gift to be able to sit here without the ums, without the the likes, the 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 stutters. The I used to talk like that. I used to talk from a space of un unknowing of not trusting and now i just let whatever happen happen and now that i'm thinking about it and logicalizing it the energy is slowing down because it knows yeah. that i'm wanting <laughs> yeah. oh my god it, well thank you thank you for doing this and you know do you do a regular like meditation and things like that to help balance your personal energy well you were well we were talking about going on a retreat and doing meditations and dancing and all of that okay so yes you do. <laughs> Um, so 
as far as like meditations go, workshops, that is where the Color Me Crazy vision is going. Also okay. for y'all, like why Color Me Crazy? What's what's up with that? It's just, I, Color Me Crazy, Color Me whatever you want. Like I don't, I'm so many things and I just want my gift to be, my gift to the world to be a, the portrait of someone who is unashamed to accept all that makes them them. And it's, you all have this. We all have so many talents, so many gifts, so embrace all of them. But um, as far as uh, meditation goes, workshops, retreats, uh, I have a Patreon community, uh, which is just beginning. It, 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 a lot of these sort of expanding the Color Me Crazy world is just in the beginning phases. I also have an Instagram subscription now because now you can subscribe to creators on Instagram. So for a lovely $2.99 a month, you can subscribe to me on Instagram, get um, daily uh, affirmations, private stories. We have just community Instagram lives just for subscribers as well. And um, this is all going to lead to guided meditations and just one-on-one -on -one private coaching as well. It's all happening and unfolding and it's divine timing. And it's so great to be on this side of knowing that it is happening and it'll happen the way that it's supposed to happen. So the answer to meditation and all that is obviously yes. Yeah, um, <laughs> you lead meditation, you do it, you lead it. Oh my God. It's so exciting to me that we connected at this exact moment that we did, this moment in your journey, this moment in your you know, career, if you'd like to call it that, but it's, it's really a journey. And it's, mm -hmm. I'm so honored to learn from you, first of all, because this is the Daniel Cologne show today. Um, I'm grateful to learn from you today. And really, I'm grateful to share, share you and your wisdom with my listeners who maybe didn't know you quite yet. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. And I want to hear from the listeners. I want to hear from you. Just let us know if you're watching, if you're, well, I guess listening would be the key. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness they're listening. You guys, like I literally, like I, my, I am, I'm a mess right now. Like my camera's not working. You're so great. Many issues, but let's change the narrative. <laughs> you're great. You're yeah. exactly where you're supposed to be. And this recording turned out being so great. Uh, I think it goes without saying that we both got something beautiful out of this. So good. Well, thank you so much. I know you have, you have some other things to do and, you know, maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe you can listen to the replay, Daniel, and hear what you actually said when you were channeling. That would be so oh cool. My Inspire that, yourself. That's, a, <laughs> that's such a vibe. Uh, I, I try my best not to re-listen to myself because <laughs> it, it can uh, put me in my head, but if y'all want more stuff, Instagram live every Monday at 8 p.m. for Monday Chat Heal and Chill. Um, if you're on TikTok every Wednesday at well, as well for Hump Day Chat Heal and, and Chill. Um, and um, this is Color Me Crazy on both of the platforms. Love it. Um, and I, I have to admit, I don't go on TikTok that much, but I'll make sure I get on TikTok for you. I have an account. I go on sometimes. I'll follow you there. Shui, we need a feng shui manifest, manifestation coach. You would do great oh, yeah. on it. It's on such a niche. It's literally, honestly now, like this is just for like everybody. Like we are creators. We are creative beings mm. in general. And the, the wonderful thing about having these tools, people could demonize social media as much as they want but it's really a tool it's really a tool for us to experiment with our creative potential um and yeah it can feel like are we just content and uh, yeah some of the social media places are really profiting off of creators but i choose to create my own reality from the tools that i i have access to get on tiktok tell your story tell your niche you would be great just 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 talk about what feng shui manifestation looks like and 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 literally bite-sized nuggets of, of wisdom of how people could uh uh you know utilize their their physical space because your physical space should be a reflection of your inner world as well you know um i i hold myself very very much to that i just i just rearranged my room so it's feng shui which i did not know you were a feng shui like expert 
at all. Like I, and I, I just felt like in the past couple of days, and mind you, we just went through a hurricane here in Puerto Rico and, but like Ikea still had power. <laughs> um, oh my God. Um, so I was like, I could stay home without power or electricity, or I can drive over to Ikea and see what they have over there. Um, so naturally I found myself there and uh, I feng shui up my room and uh, you should, you should get on TikTok. That's amazing that you just like, oh my gosh, he feng <laughs> his room right before he talked to feng shui practitioner. I love it. Literally well, now we know each other and you'll get to know a lot more about me soon. Trust me, the, I'll, I'll be talking to you soon. And yeah. thank you again for being here. And to all the listeners, I'll see you next week where I'll help you design the life you deserve. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.